Welcome to The Real Deal, where God, His purposes, and His people are celebrated. I'm Rachel Inouye, bringing you encouragement through real life, people, and their stories. It's The Real Deal. Hey, let's get started. I'm so excited because I have my friend Jane Hillstead with me. So answer these questions as fast as you can, and there's no right or wrong. And if you want to elaborate, fine, but if you just want to bang at them. Okay, okay tell me these like either or kind of things. All right. Introvert, extrovert. Extrovert. Coffee, tea. Coffee. Dog, cat, either, neither. Dog. Morning bird, night owl. Um, have learned to love mornings and probably naturally more of a night owl. Okay. Books, movies. Definitely movies. Okay. Silence, music. Learning to love silence and love oh, music. Yeah, it's a good one. Leaned in or laid back? Oh, I'd like to think I was laid back, but I love being engaged. Mm-hmm. You definitely lean in with people, I think. So, but as far okay, shower bath, shower, driver or passenger, passenger. Okay, all right. So you know that this is called the real deal. It sure is. And uh, I'm sure you've listened. You said to my father's interview, the mm-hmm. number one episode. So my dad is R D R D real deal, and he always told us to be the real deal. It really liberated me to know that I could be myself. So is there someone in your life that either was the real deal or multiple people, whatever it is, but maybe they were the authentic thing. My dad calls it the genuine article, no phony baloney, whatever. Mm-hmm. Who's the real deal in your life and how did that impact you? You know, I guess I'm going to just take the first thing that pops into my mind. Yeah. There, I'm sure there's several and okay. I can probably name several, but. Well, you've the... lived a long life. <laughs> okay. There. No age jokes. <laughs> She's not very old. So the very first thing that pops into my mind with authentic was actually it, it includes you. Okay. And Evelyn Holderman, Mm. because the two of you, you modeled authentic worship to me, um, and you didn't know I was watching you. You would probably have been on the other side of the auditorium, but I would see Evelyn kneeling and you praising and you even free to to dance about and not, Mm. you know, not in in your place, but you moved. Mm. And my whole insides, I had had to hold together my whole childhood and I'm very expressive and so you know at times I just thought I'd burst but I've been (laughs) trained that that was really rude and it might um, actually distract others and so we should keep our hands down and keep our bodies still and so watching you two Mm. actually gave me the courage to one day lift Mm. my hands and God showed me he was pleased and it has been life-changing so I just want to thank you for your authentic worship praise God and Evelyn yeah. So there are lots of areas where we yep. would see the real deal come out, right? Yeah. So this is in, in worship for you. Yes. That was important in yeah. my in my spiritual life. Yeah. We call them breakthroughs, right? Yes. How are you learning in worship now? Are you freer? Are you exploring new things? What would be an avenue? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Probably more, even more at home, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, yeah, I, I do. I do feel like it's between... Me and him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> more and more. Not aware you know, of just, the others who may be watching or joining or mm-hmm. whatever. Just, just, I, I love, I love that. And I'm very touched yeah. by that. Yeah. Well, we've known each other a long time. We sure have. Multiple years. Over 30, over 20, I don't know, multiple years. But mm-hmm. um, can you tell us just a little bit about, like, if we were going around a room, like, what do you say when you say who Jean Hillstead is? Wow. Well, hopefully... 
I am a lover of people. Oh my I'm word. A, I love studying people and watching patterns and mm-hmm. I love observing something that I can be praying for somebody about yes. and not even talk to them but and I love I love to um, provide meals that are facilitators for good conversation and good community. Yeah. So what did you just do in the recent past? We're up here. We're at a yeah. cabin. We're way up in the northern part of Minnesota. And there was a retreat. There was. What was your role? So I'd actually asked the Lord if there'd be a way to love on a certain group of women. I, I just really felt a, a desire to uh, love on them. And I didn't know how to do that. I felt, you know, handicapped mm, mm. to know how. And then I waited on him because the word says to pray and be alert. Yeah. And it was about a month later that I just got a call and said, I heard you like to cook and we're going to do a women's retreat. And we were wondering if you would be willing to do the food. And and it was just like, oh, absolutely. I did pray about it. And it became very clear that that was the, yeah. the vehicle. Yeah. And so then um, you all got to come up after and we said, <laughs> oh, we get to get to have a twofer. A twofer. Yeah. We are having the best time. Now, Jean, this is not rare, though this love language that you have of food and caring I do believe that food is yeah uh, pos- potentially God says he's spreading a banquet table for Amen. us and there's going to be food there Amen. and I just believe that it can be used so we did small groups for a while and I always like to do a meal first when I have my team meetings for my my work yeah we call them team dinners you oh, know so I'm good. not a trainer I'm a I'm a facilitator of good conversations so I, I believe that food is a really good vehicle for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a, a community sense, like if you're having a meeting or a Bible study or whatever, when you've shared a time at a table. Mm-hmm. I mean, we just got done sitting downstairs for a long time, just having yep. a great time at the table. Yeah. So what is one of the ways that you work on your community and in your job? What is your job currently? And then let's go over some of the past jobs you've had. It's fascinating. Oh. Well. I'm currently an independent Norwex consultant. Yep. That means I get to party for a living and go into people's <laughs> homes right. and teach them to do toxic-free living, mm-hmm. uh, which is which is really fun. And then I build it. I built a team in that too. So then mm-hmm. that's another dimension of getting to know amazing yep. women, both mm-hmm. in their homes and as a, a independent business person, and with them learning to build their businesses. So, yeah. well, I think that you have really reached your team the same way you would if it was a group that you were in a Bible study together or some people in your neighborhood. You love those people. They happen to work with you and for you, but that's, you love them, Jean. You only have respect for them, the way you speak about them, the way you nurture them. Mm, It's it's beautiful. Thank you. I love, I love them and I hope they know that. Yeah. And you've been successful at it. God has blessed it. Thank you. He's blessed it. It's been beautiful. Yes, he has. And I know that I've told you this before. But I don't think that it would be wrong to tell you again. Okay. So I want you to know how much I honor you. And I respect you. And you have made a really big impact on my life. And one of the ways you've made an impact on me is I know you know I like to celebrate people. I, mm. I think everybody's their own person. Just be who you are. But part of it is because you will do that for people. And... I asked you if I could use like a piece of a text that you wrote after I spoke. And I said, could this be on my website? And, and I prayed about it and I thought, well, this seems very flowery or generous or wonderful. And, and But God says, let another man's lips praise you, not your own. And I was like, Lord, I really appreciate what she said. This is a gift you've given me. Can I use what Jean said? And the reason I landed on yes, you can, it's after I asked you, 
was because it didn't feel like flattery Mm -hmm. and it didn't feel like superfluous language only because I've seen you do it to so many others. Mm -hmm. The way you encourage is Mm -hmm. beautiful. And I want to encourage you to never stop being you and never stop doing what you do because I don't know anybody who does it in the fashion you do it. And it's beautiful. Well, thank you. It's landed on me multiple times. So thank you. Thank you. Well, and I'll continue on. This is not flattery because I don't believe in it. And it's right. actually very hard to say any. I wouldn't be able to say it if it wasn't mm. true. And and what I love is the iron sharpening iron because yeah. I could turn around, Rachel, and say, I have learned. I mm. listen. I watch you. And I learn from you. So isn't it beautiful? It's beautiful. How it's beautiful. Just, just... Nobody's the same. No. Nobody's the same. We are currently here with a group mm. of women and... We each bring something different. Mm-hmm. The way you cook, and you said, Rachel, if you want to go over there and grab the different, mm-hmm. what, you had a chipotle powder, powder, and you had it, like, we all have a different ingredient, we all have a different flavor, and we need to be our own. Absolutely. That's that's the common denominator with the cooking and the loving people. It's mm. just, I love flavor. Yeah. <laughs> and so I love variety in people, and I love how I learn something, like, Oh, that is so cool. I would never have thought to do it that way. And so, yeah. Well, even like, okay, you might want this gluten-free bread. You might want it toasted with some cashew butter. Or, and then, (laughs) wait a minute, but if you'd like to, but if you'd like to put this on first, and then sometimes if you drizzle that, or, and and you and I suffer a little bit from ADD type thing. I'm like, a little? Wait, should I go? A little? So this morning I I had like a buffet on my plate because there was lots of choices. But you do allow us to feel loved that way. And love does not have to be narrow. It's demonstrated bazillion different mm-hmm. ways. Mm-hmm. And it lands. When it lands on somebody, it really lands. So thank you for the way you thank love us. You. And thank if you, you need to know how to feed 400 people, this is what I say <laughs> when I'm talking. I have a friendship talk. And I, I give everybody and I say, well, Jane is the one who could get a quart of water and you could give her a stone. And like that book, Stone Soup, she can feed like 400 people with it. It's amazing. That's it's also funny. the gift of hospitality. Would you say that's true, or I I, I hope so. Yeah, that's that's what I I, I do love to have um, my home a place that can be safe, and where people feel like they can be themselves. Yeah, mm-hmm. so good. Tell me a little bit about how you got your home, because there's a miracle in that. Oh, one. there was yeah, actually one. sure. We lived in a a little um, one and a half story, and we had five children, and we felt pretty cooped up. And that because they were everywhere from one to 15 years old. Yeah. And so um, we just said our church was going to be moving out to another community. And we couldn't, humanly speaking, afford that community. Okay. So we just asked a realtor if he would be willing to look in this area for a home for us. And he said, well, you won't find anything in your price range. And I said, yes, but would you be willing to try? Because God may see differently. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not of this world. (laughs) So the day ours in St. Louis Park sold, our current home came on the market. It was $3,000 more than God had set as a limit for us. So the day it came on the market, we downsized our offer on a house, which is, and seriously, the realtor said, Jean, that's $3 a month. And you're willing to risk getting this home for $3 a month. I said, no, I don't want to risk it, but God told us this amount. Yeah. And so sure enough, if they didn't accept the offer, and it was an Easter Sunday, so guess what? We're coming up on our anniversary. Yes. 
And um, it's it just such a blessing, mm. such a blessing to be in that home. It was only four miles straight down the road from our new church. Yeah. And we're thrilled. So good. Yep. So good. Okay, so you're married. How long have you been married? We've been married for 40 years. Oh, praise God. Yes. That's huge. Yes. That's huge. To my husband, Scott. Yes. And you have? Five children. Three of them are married, and we have six grandchildren. One oh. is in the womb, and our oldest is nine years old. So oh, everything in between. Wonderful. And has um, parenting been always easy? <laughs> it's I, rewarding. Have you, but has have you had easy? anyone on your show that said that <laughs> it's really easy? Talk about no, yes, but... right, right. Yeah. You know, aren't they all so unique yeah. and so wonderful? And in my early years, it was definitely an insecurity feeling like I didn't know how. Mm. And so I depended on others to tell me how. Yeah. And, oh, man, if I could go back and say, why did why did I not ask God first? Yes. And, yes, get, get counsel. Uh, there's a wisdom and abundance yeah. of counselors. Yes. But then check it out with him before right. I apply it. Right. Um, that's, that's my, my major thing that I would do differently now and that I do do differently now. How have you grown in good times in parenting or in your life or in the hard times? Mm. Like, like an example though. I, I mean, I don't know if you can come up well, with one. Well, it but... started with our firstborn being born with a heart defect, a pretty serious one and needing mm. two open heart surgeries in his first year and, and just watching God provide yeah. amazingly and having people praying for him all over the United States. And then, you know, and then through every... And he made it, right? I mean, he, right. he lived and... Absolutely. Oof, and yeah. he's tremendously Amazing. creative. And, and then you go to each one and yeah, I yeah, see yeah. how fearfully and wonderfully they made. And each one had its either a health challenge or this challenge or that challenge. And I had the challenge knowing how to parent. And as we were talking downstairs just yeah. recently, just how... When I finally surrendered mm. and said, God, you didn't make me to be an FBI agent. You made me to be a cheerleader. <laughs> yes. And I said, you say the eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding the evil and the good. And it's so good. I slept like a baby that night. Mm. And the next night he downloaded information yeah. I needed to know. No. And that from that day on. Honestly, I just, I hear God say, I've got this. Yes. And I'll tell you when it's your part. I'll tell you when you need to step yeah. up to the plate. But in the meantime, get on your knees. Yes. Oh, that's such good yeah. wisdom for any parent. I don't care if they're little or not. Right. You don't have to yep. investigate everything about them. That's what you mean, yeah. I think, for yes. the FBI agent, yes. right? You don't need yes. to have all the intel. God holds all that. He knows it all. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's also a control piece, right? I'm not trying to say you're a control freak, but it's like... I'm not trying to say (laughs) Wait a minute. Rewind. No, I'm kidding. Right? Isn't it part of it? Absolutely. Let God be God. Well, if if you believe that that's part of good parenting, which I did, I thought I had to know and that that was part of being a good parent. Mm. Mm. And the Lord says, I know. Seek my face. Yeah. Yeah. Seek me. Yeah. Which is always the right answer to what should I do. Amen. Right? Amen. Seek me, praise me. Amen. And in the darkest times and in the end, honestly, some of the greatest victories came when I praised him, which was completely counterintuitive, humanly speaking. Right. Then worrying, fretting, yeah, yeah. whatever. I love you, Lord. You're in charge. In the midst of it, right? Right. Not at the end Absolutely. when it's got a bow on it. Absolutely. Absolutely. The, it's that otherworldly. You know, yep. we're not thinking as the world yep. thinks. Yeah. We're so doing kingdom good. thinking. So good. 
So there's maybe somebody out there right now that's going through a really hard thing and your circumstances don't define you, mm-hmm. right? You can still praise God yeah. in the middle because he sees the beginning from the end. He's Alpha and Omega and he's got it. He's got it. Just like Jehoshaphat with a whole big nasty army coming against their tiny little army mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. The, through their praises, mm-hmm. God defeated mm-hmm. the enemy. And I just, I've watched him do it Yeah. on behalf of my children, yeah. on behalf of my husband, yeah. on behalf of me. Yeah. We're counting on it right now, right? In our lives, in yes. multiple ways, not just our children in yes. any area. Yes. We're counting on it. We are praising you, God, and you got the victory. Pray what I love Lord. about that story is then they go, what a strategy, right? Mm-hmm. Sing. Mm-hmm. Send out the singers first. They don't have to fight. There's no battle. There's no swords. Nothing happened except for singing. And they still go and collect all the spoils of war. Yeah. And it takes them so long. Yeah. So God's an abundant God. He is so good. How has he been abundant in your life? I, mm-hmm. I, Just an example, if you can think of one. Or ways that he's provided. I mean, the house thing is a big one. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I watch him in my business do things counterintuitive. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I'm not wired like the average person that does my job. Okay. And I would beat myself up for a while. That's the uh, real because deal. I didn't, I didn't measure up to other consultants that were very successful. And okay. yet God just kept reminding me yeah. to be who he created me to be and, and re- like rest in mm, that. Mm. I, I wanted to say relax, but that's not really it. But rely maybe, rely on him. Rely and, and keep moving, move forward. You right. still do the right. next thing. Mm-hmm. And it's incredible to watch. I've watched you do it. Provide. I've watched you do it for a number of years and you gain traction, but you, you also um, increase. I mean, God's an abundant God. You can increase in, in the area of just obedience and continuing to do what you do. What did you do before you did Norwex? Oh, for 40 years, I, I styled hair. Mm-hmm. We had a little shop in Egan for a while. And um, then when I had kids, I really wanted to be home with yep. them. And so then I had a little shop in my basement, but yes. it wasn't a real legit shop, but it was the sweetest time of prayer and and getting to know yeah. women's hearts. So, If I could tell you what I see, mm-hmm. I see that in, in kind of in the spirit. I saw it in a low level, down in your basement, in a very protected place. And it was a oasis for women. It was a place where women went in and they came out changed, not just their hair. They would receive unconditional love. They would receive care. They would receive a listening ear. They would receive wisdom if they needed it or if, you, if they were inviting it into their life. You'd pray over them. It was a place of God's transformation for years and years and years. And it, it was hard to give it up in some ways. And it was time, mm-hmm. right? It was time. Right. Like, right. How did God stir in your heart? How did you know I need to be done with this? Because I don't know if I know that story, well, actually. Yeah, God, God has been teaching me about the last 15 years that I can trust the desires of my heart. Because he put them there. Right. And so as the desire started to dwindle, I was like, whoa, what's going on? You know, I don't want to be weary and well-doing or, you know, anything like that. And all of a sudden I realized, no, he really wanted me to put more of my efforts into my new business. Yeah. And and I heard a message from actually a a fellow consultant that Mm. talked about her journey. Yeah. Um, stepping out in faith yeah, and leaving her job. And, and so I did, and God has prospered that as well. Yes. So, yeah, that was a... So it was an end of a season. It was it clear was, to you. But it was, and then I realized all of a sudden one day I went, oh my goodness, it's been 40 years. What a beautiful time <laughs> yeah. to be done. Yes. Yes, it oh. just seemed right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's great. Oh, so good. Okay, so let me ask you, 
is there a time in your life where you've sensed God more near? Is there a time in your life where you've had a struggle? Or is there a time when he's saying distant? How are you working through some of that now? Because you've lived a long life as a believer. Mm. You know, growing up, I really wasn't, I was, I knew that I had accepted Christ probably a thousand times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I didn't have that assurance. In case this isn't the time, here I go. <laughs> yes. I'm going to go down to the, would it be like actually going down the aisle of a church? Would it be Very possibly house? in one of the, my, in okay. my Christian school and yep. retreats, yep. you know, and, and that kind of thing. And, but I often went to bed fearing Mm. that I wasn't enough and that's such a common lie that's such a lie yeah speak to that yep and and so you know that that's been a process but literally um it has been in the last about 15 years where I have begun to believe that I am fearfully and wonderfully made even with what the world calls disabilities Mm. everything from pretty pretty severe what I thought was ADHD which I could be and but I don't look at it as as a disorder, I look at it as a superpower. Yeah. And, and then even there's some traits I'm just learning about with um, dyslexia. Yeah. That actually, it finally, it was like, I read a book and I'll recommend it. It's yeah, called The Gift of Dyslexia. Mm. And do you know um, the author by hand? I don't offhand, okay. but I but think the there's gift probably of only, dyslexia. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, um, he was, this author was saying things that I've known and said for years, and somebody finally put a, yep. like a stamp of, yes, mm-hmm. he affirmed all this. And it's like, oh, but I see in pictures. And yes. oh, just because I, you know, I see pictures. don't read the same, but right. I, I, everything is in multicolor, you know, technic mm-hmm. color, like, yep. Yep. Like a movie screen. Yeah. And so it makes, it makes uh, living life in America a cha- more challenging. Yes. And yet. It's, it's, it's beautiful. So I, I'm like embracing more and more each year yeah. who God made me to be. Yes. Let's pause a second. If you are enjoying The Real Deal with Rachel in a way, subscribe, rate, and review it. I appreciate your support. All right. Back to The Real Deal. Jean, this is The Real Deal. And The Real Deal is to tell the victories, but also to tell the struggle. Mm-hmm. And let people in. So mm-hmm. can you share a struggle that you've had or a time when it was hard? What yeah. would you say? Well, you know, probably my greatest struggle through through life was really feeling like I wasn't enough. And I know that that's a, a struggle that a lot of... That's Real com- common. One of the common lies is Amen. the enough. Yeah. You know, whether you have enough or are enough. or And mine was just that I, I was growing weary and trying to be enough. Mm. And often that led to a despair and a feeling that I, I really wanted to, I just kind of wanted to give up. Yeah. And I would have thoughts like that, you know, just thoughts of just never, never self-destruction, but it still is kind of that if you're just yeah. kind of not just wanting, yeah. it's okay, Lord, if you take me home, Yeah. Okay. it really is okay. And one day I was kind of feeling that and I was in a Costco parking lot Yeah. and the Lord said, do it was pouring rain and he said do you want to live wow and i just started bawling sometimes we actually have to take whatever that struggle is and ask the question or listen and have god ask us the question yeah and man i wrestled at the question itself at like i question, don't know whether i do or not like i like 
I mean, of, of course you'd go, well, yeah, of course. But I couldn't say that. Yeah. Until I actually allowed that question to sink deep. And then I said, yes. And he said, why? Wow. And I said, because there's still others. There's still others coming along. Yeah. And I want a legacy of full, abundant yeah. life. Yeah. This isn't the legacy I want to live. Right. Leave, I mean. Yeah, yeah. And because we're not just here for now. No. So what were you thinking? Were you thinking your children, your grandchildren, my children? And not that I no, am I their savior, not that I have their answers for them, but like I want to leave a victorious yeah. legacy. And there's other women out there that are struggling. Yeah. And God's imparted his word. He's imparted stories of faith in my life. And I believe that I've been entrusted. They're my yeah. inheritance and I'm to pass them yeah. on. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not done with that. Right. Right. And so when I realized, mm-hmm. Jean, you're not done. Yeah. It, it was life changing. It was transition. It was a transition. Yeah. So he takes, he takes someone no matter where they are, Costco parking lot, rainy day. Absolutely. And can breathe new life into you. Yeah. Did it rejuvenate you right away? Was there a process? Was there just a determination? What kind of happened after I that? I think, I think that is probably where intentionality, mm-hmm. purpose became more maybe like a kind of a cataracts okay, okay. <laughs> on your spiritual yep. eyes yep. were removed. And like, this is, this is serious business, yep. this life stuff. Yep. Get on with it. Get on with it. Yeah. And, and you started living, started living intentionally. Yeah. What yeah. was a change or anything you want to share that you did? Or was mm. it sort of globally, I holistically? Had to, I had to begin to believe that my spiritual gifts mattered. There you go. And that, yeah. that somebody else might not understand them. Mm. But that didn't matter if if my gift doesn't actually I can't check a box at my church necessarily of yeah. where I belong doesn't matter. Just do your thing. Do what God has called yeah. me to do. And so actually what I love to do is walk the halls of the church and notice what he's doing. It's actually how I met Lisa. Yeah. yeah. And just see. And who so needs was, prayer? Would, who would needs... they seem highlighted? Would they? Would it be like you're drawn to someone? I remember. Actually, I remember when I was very pregnant. And I was in the nursery and I, I love being helpful. Yeah. So I would yep. hold babies so their yep. parents could go up and be in church. But my eyes were always outside in the hall, seeing the people that were weeping, mm. seeing those that were maybe argu- a couple that was yep. arguing or something. And I just want to go like hug them or I would just want to go pray over them or I just want to not have a crying baby in yep. my arms so I could actually concentrate on praying for them. And so I thought, you know what? I think... If I had a box to check, I'd want it to say, walk the halls and, yep. and just notice and yep. be alert and pray. Yeah. Just notice. Yeah. And when it comes to the lie of whether you're enough or not, there's also a lie that I'm invisible. No one sees me. Mm-hmm. No one cares. And when someone's goal is, I'm going to see, and I'm going to ask mm-hmm. God to point out, and I'm going to ask him to highlight, and I'm going to mm-hmm. notice, mm-hmm. it helps to take that lie away yes. yeah. of I'm insignificant. I don't yes. matter. People are significant. And I'm so grateful that you do that, that you mm. see people. I'm mm. really glad that he paddled you to life, like a new start. <laughs> like, seriously, I really am, yeah. because I think you're walking in the fruit of more of his goodness mm-hmm. because of it. Mm-hmm. And there was a determination. Yeah. Thank you for sharing so that thankful. story. Yeah. That's Thank really you. good. So some of your longings have been met in the way God's doing things and will continue to do. Mm-hmm. And you're still learning things about yourself. Absolutely. Are we ever done? I hope not because it's such an adventure, isn't it? Yeah, it's such an adventure. Okay, so we knew each other back in our homeschool days. Mm -hmm. 
We knew each other in a community of believers. We've known each other and continued even when I moved away. And I really have appreciated your changing and your metamorphosis, but you're being constant. Do, mm. Does that make sense? Like there's, mm. you're learning new facets of yourself, but you, there's not like, whoa, you know, do you mm -hmm. just see what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think that's a beautiful thing. Well, so thank, thank you. you for staying constant because constant you. things help us feel like we have a mooring, mm -hmm. you know, and something mm -hmm. to tie our boat to. So mm -hmm. I really appreciate that about you. You're an awesome mom. You're a wonderful wife. Thank you. You're a great friend to so many. Thank You're a mentor to bazillion. I think people watch you and you don't. You exaggerate, know. Rachel. No, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, uh, I, you're a wonderful grandma you're a great mom you're you're amazing you're an amazing woman and i'm so glad that you had this chance to talk with me what i do want to tell people that they may not know about you <laughs> is in your exuberance what is one thing we both laugh at each other about and we both enjoy what do you do it involves a floor it involves oh, music. We, oh, I love to, I do love to dance, but like I, I probably should you carry are... a little strap to strap me to the chair sometimes because I just like wanna. You, but you move even if you're on a chair. She's really, this isn't a video podcast. This is an audio podcast. But, but we're she, moving right now. She can move. You really, and the thing that I love is their subtleties. You know what I mean? You're, you're very subtle and it's really good. And sometimes not so subtle. But sometimes, like, doesn't it feel like your cork would pop off if you didn't move? You know, how can you worship with some of these songs and stay, sit still? I don't get it. But I know people do, and I won't judge them. Yes. But don't judge me either. Right, I'm moving. right. I've got myself some groove. I've got my groove on. So, yeah, we've seen um, the Facebook thing that you sent me about the little girl in the choir. If you haven't seen the YouTube, you got to see it. Okay, what is, she, what, what is she doing? Oh, so there's a choir of, of children, all grade school, and they are singing one of these upbeat, funky Christian songs. And it's probably everyone just is just still and they're just singing. And this one little girl just starts to move. And then just starts to move a little more. And pretty soon she's full out. Just, just she, she shaking. She's getting down. Shaking it. She, she actually can move. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And she's little. I mean, you know, they're grade school. You mm -hmm. did say that. Yeah. yeah. And then another one you sent me. Has three girls on a sidewalk, I think, or like right outside mm -hmm. a uh, restaurant or whatever. Mm -hmm. One's picking her fingernails <laughs> with a song going. With a song going. Next one, it's just full, just yeah. more one medium. Yeah, just kind of, kind of trying, trying it out, <laughs> trying out the moves. Sort of in it, but very reserved. Yeah, still. Right? Mm -hmm. Third one, Total full out. <laughs> out just whatever just like wherever her body wants to move to those beats that's just great okay. we just love it but anyway. you sent it to me and it's like tag yourself which one are you mm -hmm. i laughed so hard i put it out on my facebook i still get comments yes. now and then like how so is fun? this on somebody's feet but anyway okay it doesn't matter i just i think the reason i want to go there is because we share that although i think you're a better dancer no, than stop. i am but I share that, but I also think you're a mover and shaker in the kingdom. Hey, thanks. You're a mover and shaker in the kingdom. And where you go, things get disturbed in the best way. Things that have no place being there, they get moved, they get shook up. In the name of Jesus, mm -hmm. they do. And I really appreciate that about you. And I think you're sensitive to the Spirit. It's not that you're going to like move and shake things that you don't have business mm -hmm. shaking. But in the kingdom, if something needs to be moved, look out. And if it needs to be shook, look out because you're a mover and shaker. And I appreciate mm -hmm. that about you. I bless you. you. I'm so grateful for you. Can I pray for you? Yes. And mm -hmm. then would you just pray for whoever's Absolutely. listening today? I believe God is 
present right now, mm -hmm. but he's present future. Absolutely. We know he's been forever, but I think we need to live present future instead of always looking back at our past or beating ourselves up. And so I think some people are going to listen to this the minute it airs and some people it will take months, but God will still meet them. Amen. So do you want to pray for us? You want me to pray? What do you want to do? It doesn't matter. No. I'll pray for you. Then you pray for the All people. right. Okay. Thank you, God, for my friend, Jean. I thank you, Lord, so much for her. I just praise you for her life. I thank you for the ways you've led her in so many directions through so many things. God, you've brought her through deep waters. You've brought her through fire. She's been pressed but not crushed. She's been persecuted, not abandoned. She's been struck down and not destroyed. There's been so many attempts to take her out, God. But I thank you that in your sovereignty, you have led her through hard things, and she is strong. And so, Lord, I thank you. I pray that you'd bless her body. I pray you'd bless her family. I pray you'd bless her influence. I pray you'd bless her sleep. I pray you'd bless her financially. God, I just pray that you'd take the shelves of heaven, you'd tip them down, and you'd pour out a blessing so big, Jean doesn't even know what to do with it. Thank you for your abundance. Thank you for your spirit. And I just ask, Holy Spirit, that you would rejuvenate her. Those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. Mm -hmm. So, Lord Jesus, I thank you. I thank you for my friend. And I thank you that you are the giver of all good gifts. Just pray bless her, God. Just bless her. Thank you for her time today. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, Lord, what an honor to be able to be on the real deal. Oh, Lord, thank you for how you take Rachel and... And you, you move in her and she's courageous and she's willing to take risks and she follows the desires of her heart. And her desire might be just to write down some notes, things that you're downloading her and then make a book out of it. And then, oh, she loves people and, and wants other people. She wants to interview people and how you, you use them uniquely in, in the world and you call it the real deal. Lord, thank you for how you use her. And thank you for the very first time I saw Rachel singing his eyes on the sparrow simply with a guitar no uh, no other instruments just her own guitar and lord how your light was shining on her it was so apparent that she was anointed and appointed for your purposes you, and so we thank you and lord thank you for these whoever is listening yeah lord thank you that you uniquely have made them you have a specific call on their life you have a purpose and yeah. a plan a plan to prosper them and not to harm them. A plan for a future yes, and a hope. And so, Lord, take our what we've done here um, and and multiply it by your power. You yep. say we're, we're strength weak. And we were just talking yeah. about how we were, we're feeling kind of weak today. <laughs> and yet you yes, say God. in our yeah. in our weakness, yeah. your power is perfected. So we pray that over everyone listening in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you for being on The Real Deal. You Yay. are The Real Deal. I love you. Thank you. Thank you. Bless you. You've been listening to The Real Deal with me, Rachel Inouye, helping people celebrate their significance and the genius of God in them. Audio engineering by my husband, Michael Inouye. Thanks, babe. Theme music by Andrew Grace. <laughs>